from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. This is VSIN Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. What it do, baby? Welcome into VSIN Final Countdown on a Friday. Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown live from our VSIN studio at the South Point in Viva Las Vegas. A great Couple of hours on tap with you. Thanks for joining us. Mike Pritchard, former NFL wide receiver, host of VEASAN's Pro Football Blitz, is going to join us a little bit later on in the show. We'll also have Mike Randall, chief content officer of FTNFantasy.com, who will stop by. He's got some college hoops. Lots of NFL talk ahead, though, over the next two hours because it is divisional round time. Might a little UFC. Oh, yeah, a little Somewhere little along bit, the way, little maybe bit. a little golf update. I need to know what's you know, happening with, with Patrick. I know. Um, but obviously the divisional round, priority one, eight teams, four games, two days. It's going to be awesome. And at the end of the hour, very last segment. So stick around yes. because we are going to do a little wager today. We, we mentioned it yesterday, but today it's going into full effect called bets or consequences. And this is going to continue on. Perpetuity forever and ever. (laughs) And we're going to go in week after week, and we are going to establish what we're betting on. We have 500 (laughs) mythical dollars that we get to bet. We're going to bet in $50 increments. And you can have $10, $50 bets. You can have $500 bets. You can have one $500 bet if you feel so comfortable in that bet that you want to go that direction. And whoever wins at the end of the week, the other person has to do a predetermined whatever that might be consequence. This one we decided to go with Kind of like a gross-out thing. I think mayonnaise is the most disgusting thing on the face of the planet. If anyone does not know Matt Brown, he is a health nut. He is like VEASAN's version of Tom Brady. The way that he like focuses on what he puts into his body, works out every day, the whole shebang. I'm like the polar opposite of that. I'm like, put mayo on everything. This guy, mayo, no condiments even get yes. in the realm of like the vicinity so of Matt I've Brown. I've agreed to two packets of mayonnaise <laughs> if I are if I was to lose this on Monday here live on air. Stormy, on the other hand, hates all things fish slash seafood. And we have a little oyster bar right over here. Just I can see it out of the corner of the studio right there. And I'm going to go get two oysters, and I'm going to sit them right here on the desk, and she is going to have to eat those two oysters. You're going to get to see the look on her face when she has to eat these oysters and get it out. You know how slimy they are. You know how gross and gooey they are, like you're eating kind of like a booger or something. So I can't wait to see you have to eat these I have only eaten an oyster one time in my life, and it was in Virginia Beach, so it's, you know, fresh as can be from the water. And I, uh, 
It was the only thing in my adult life that I've spit out of my mouth. How, was, how long? How many years I ago was this? I could not get it down. Uh, it was 20, 2018, 2019. So it's been like five years? Yeah. Oh. It you was, might love them by now. This is the, oh, oh great. It was, We're going to no. come in here on Monday and you're like, it was so oh, embarrassing. Oh, yeah, give me like a dozen more or something. It was so embarrassing because it was the first time that I had ever been around my boyfriend's family and they all love seafood and his dad was just like stormy you have to eat you have to eat the oysters like we're all eating oysters and so they tried they even dressed it up and so this i know is going to be i'm not going to get any sauce or crackers or anything oh, this. this is just no, going to be pure no, no, booger no, 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 they dressed no. it up for me and i still i was just i tried to chew it <laughs> and chew it. Uh, are you not supposed to chew it yeah chew it yes you are supposed okay to chew so them, yeah yes, sure. i tried to chew it and I got a couple chews in, and there's a video of my face just, like, dead mm. inside. So we're going to get two, so. two oysters down because this oh, contest is God. coming home. This contest is coming home. Why are we doing home. two? Yeah, because I'm going to do two packs, and you're going to do two, whatever. It's going to oh. be great. And so the, it's maximum pain. It is, it is consequences here and for so your bad bets. For these bets also, it's about whoever ends up walking away with the most mm -hmm. money. Um, so the return on investment that we have, that's going to be the winner of the bet. And yes. it's based on DraftKings Sportsbook odds. It has to be a single click. Yes, yeah. So we're not no five-team parlays or any of this stuff unless they have it all pre-made. We're not – we want it to be – if you guys want to go in and find these bets, like these are all bets in the right. menu that you can go one click later, you could have it in your account. Yes, so we will do that at the very end of the show. And all of them were NFL divisional round bets. Single click on DraftKings. That's the way we had to play it. So Beautiful. <sighs> do you feel and, good about yours? And – I do actually. I feel really good. I about like mine. some of mine. I'm actually. I took a couple shots. I'm actually irrationally confident in mine. Like, I, like no. just irrationally confident. I don't in mine. like that. No. No. This is a stick around to the yeah, end. Yeah, no. I don't. I don't. This is how we get people into the last segment. Like they got to <laughs> hang out with us for two hours. Um, but hey, while we're here though, we can get into these games a little bit. Give you the breakdown throughout the course of the hour. We will give you in-depth breakdowns of. Every single game uh, coming up in the divisional round, as well as prop watch and prop betting opportunities in each game, not just the side and total perspective, but let's jump into it. The first game that's going to be played this Saturday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern time kickoff, the Jags and Chiefs going head-to-head, -head. and this is one that, one of the teaser legs that is the most popular of the entire weekend. Everybody and their mother, us included, has the Chiefs and Eagles both teased down. But Kansas City now largely, not just at the South Point, a nine-point favorite up from eight and a half. Yeah, hopefully you were in on this. There is one eight and a half left rest of country. That is it. There are three books that have now moved to nine and a half on this game in favor of the Chiefs. So the big money is starting to come in, starting to move this a little bit towards the home favorite coming out of a bye. And this is a very, 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 very interesting game from a Jags perspective in the fact that how do they come out of last week's win where you are dead to rights at halftime, you come out, you start to get signs of life, you start to see what's going on, you start to, then you start going, wait a minute, we might actually get back in this thing. Then the emotional roller coaster of, oh, we might actually win this thing, of course, then gets it all done. Then you immediately have to get on a plane head to one of the toughest places in the NFL to play against everybody's, at this point, I think everybody's mm -hmm. number one power-rated team in the NFL in the Kansas City Chiefs. And so I think it's a really, really tough task here for the Jags, and I think the market is kind of speaking to that as we get a little bit later here in the week. I mean, this thing was eight and a half pretty much all week long. We started to see there was a toggle at nine. Remember that? I guess it was mm -hmm. on Wednesday, and it kind of came back. But it was pretty much eight and a half across the board, all week long, and I think people started to look at this a little bit more. And here we are at nines, nine and a halfs, pretty much everywhere except for for the one book rest of country right now. So again, if you want to get in on that, I would get in on that. We see a total here at fifty three in twenty twenty two slash twenty three NFL. We just don't see these mm -hmm. totals anymore. So it is a game in which they're basically telling us with the implied team totals here, right? Like that's another thing that we can kind of look at and how the market is telling us what is going to go on here. So given the total that we've got and the spread that we've got, we have an implied team total for the Chiefs of about 31 points. So, I mean, like, they expect this team to play into the low 30s mm -hmm. with, you know, given the total and then the spread here. And that puts the Jags somewhere right in that 22-ish point range or something like that. So um, 
they're, they're expecting a lot out of this Kansas City, Chief, Kansas City team. And so basically you have to ask yourself this, I think, first and foremost. Do you think that this Chief team comes out and scores 30-plus points on this, on this defense? Because that's kind of how we need to start our thoughts here as to whether you think that they can cover or not. Because, again, if this, team, if this game plays – in the if this game plays in the low twenties, it really drastically shrinks their ability to I cover would find a nine. That hard to yeah, believe. Yeah, it, it drastically shrinks their ability to cover a, a nine nine and a half. So I would find that hard to believe. I do mm-hmm. think that the Chiefs are gonna, to some level, score at will mm-hmm. against this defense. But the thing to me is with Jacksonville, this is a team that has been relatively slow starting, and they've had mm-hmm. a lot of comebacks to eventually win. And what they did last week was miraculous. Like, you don't see a quarterback throw four interceptions and then come back and score on four yes. consecutive drives. That's just not that's not a normal type of a comeback. And they obviously were down 27 nothing and rebounded in a miraculous way. Against Kansas City, I, I don't think you can dig even close to a hole like that because they will just continue to pile on. And to, to further your point here, so the Jags, since week, since week 10, this Jags team, and remember, this is when they were – this is during that win streak, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is during that win streak. So, since week 10, they have trailed by four or more points on 51% of their plays since week 10. So, this is a team that even though they were finding ways to win games, mm-hmm. they were trailing by four yeah. or more points on more than half of the snaps in those games. They've had multiple 17-plus mm-hmm. point comebacks, double-digit comebacks. Uh, like, how much were they down in the fourth quarter? Like, it's just yeah. – this has happened to them on multiple occasions. That is the norm. So – I'm with you here with the thinking that, listen, you dig yourself in a hole here against this Chiefs team. I do not think you are going to get the same the same play calling, the same sequencing, all the stuff that you got from the Chargers. You find yourself in that hole, and I think the Chiefs are at least going to find out mm-hmm. if they can run the ball for any sort of success and melt some of this clock and things like that, which they didn't do with the Chargers last week. The Chargers come out throwing on those first two sequences, give the ball back to them in under three minutes both of the, both of the times. And, you know, of course – the rest is history, but we take a look at, at this super sharp coaching staff for the Chiefs. They've been doing this for years and years and years. They are not going to give you that opportunity without at least you proving that, never mind, no, you're going to have to keep throwing because we're not going to let you run on us. Like, they're at least going to test the waters, right? Mm-hmm. Like, they're at least going to test the waters. And in testing the waters, you still, even if you're unsuccessful in, melt, in testing the waters, you're still going to melt a few minutes off the clock, right? I mean, and that is what I believe that the Chiefs team will do if they end up getting a lead in this game. I think it's an awesome story for sure for by the Jags. I am all for this team in the future. I think this coaching staff mm-hmm. has a bunch of pieces to work with as we move forward. And certainly it'll be an attractive place to come play for some free agents and things like that. So I think the future is super bright here. I just think you're running into a buzzsaw here. There's one the home field advantage. You got, you, you know, you were with me all season. Like I, I don't buy into home field advantage a ton in the NFL. It's kind of one of those things like, these teams get taken care of so great. You know, mm-hmm. they fly private and they they're traveling with their chefs and whatever and all the things. Like it's not like the old days. Like home field advantage used to mean something when you're taking buses, like you yeah. know, and all. it's it's not the same anymore. But Kansas City's a super tough place to play. This crowd's going to be jacked up to be there. They hadn't had a game in two. Remember that was mm-hmm. by. They hadn't had a game in two weeks. And they got some pent up screaming inside and everything. I, I think it's going to be a, a super crazy environment, and I, I think it's going to be real tough for the I Jets do here. think Trevor Lawrence will rue the day that he made the comments that it's hard to imagine a building be louder than it was in Jacksonville this past weekend because of exactly what you said, Arrowhead, and the decibel levels that they put up in that building mm-hmm. are pretty crazy. Uh, another team coming off the bye, the Philadelphia Eagles. They've got the Giants. We will discuss that game and more when we come back on VEASAN Final Countdown. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. This is VSIN's Final Countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Football playoffs are heating up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers, your go to sportsbook for all things football this postseason. Celebrate this weekend with the divisional round parlay insurance. Then you can extend the fun through the rest of the postseason with the playoffs first touchdown insurance. Log on to betrivers.com or download the Bet Rivers app today to get in on all the action. It's a whole new game. Reminder producer Steph, who is behind the glass every week, mm-hmm. has been doing a breakdown of first touchdown scores oh. at vsin.com. Yes. And she's got some goods and guess what, for you though? this week. Made the big time. She's on the. She was on the I big. St- she was on the. She's on the big site and everything. I mean, like yes. it is something else. Like, Pretty impressive. It, it was. Really it is. was cool. Honestly, though, when we're like thumbing through mm-hmm. different bets on on DraftKings website, and then you see, you oh, article from Stephanie smacked with the camera shack. Camera yeah, shack. Just smack oh, with the camera shack. You get the camera smack. Oh, look at Bing that. Bong. Look at that. That's a, that's a your line, and you can steal it. <laughs> Thank, that's a your thanks. line, and you what can steal it. What a sweetheart. Yes, um, but later on, when we get into kind of prop watch for each of these games, there is one specifically that I really did like some of the numbers that came through from Steph's document. So again, vsin.com, vsin.com slash subscribe to get all that good yeah, stuff. Yeah, we will hit the, the the props for sure on these games. One thing I didn't mention, I, I think it's worth mentioning. Look, he's not a huge, huge major contributor, but Nicole Harbin's not able to, wasn't mm-hmm. able to make it back for the Chiefs in this game. It's at least worth mentioning that they will be without at least one weapon, even though they did have the bye. He was still not able to... Uh, to make it back for this game. So full on already ruled out, not even like a questionable type situation, like full on ruled out Mm -hmm. already. So if, I can't imagine that factors at all into your handicap at this game, but it is worth mentioning. Yep, so that is the first game that's going to be kicking off on Saturday, 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern. Jags, Chiefs, again, Chiefs a nine-point favorite in that one at home, total sitting 53. Then later on in the evening, 5.15 Pacific, 8.15 Eastern, Giants paying a visit to the Philadelphia Eagles, the top seed in the NFC coming off of a bye week, a seven-and-a-half Point home favorite total in this one, 48. We are seeing eights out there as well, notably here at the South Point where we are broadcasting from today. And for a quarterback in Jalen Hurts, who we know loves to be mobile and have that dual threat ability and explosiveness, the RPO game, all these different things. He's been dealing with a shoulder injury, did not run the football a lot mm-hmm. in that last game to earn them the top seed. How do you anticipate that impacting his performance in the divisional round? Yeah, I... I- I think that there was a little bit of a telling thing. I, I can't imagine that this was gamesmanship or anything, but, you know, initial injury report since this was a Saturday game due on Tuesday as opposed to Wednesday as they normally are. And, and that came out on Tuesday, and we were on air actually when it came through. 
and they chose not to even list Jalen Hurts on the injury report. So not even like a limited type practice mm-hmm. or anything like that. It was full go from from jump here this week for them. And so I think that is at least a little telling. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, he everybody knew he was going to play regardless. So what does it matter if you list him, you know, as limited or not? I, I, so I, I thought for sure they would do that, and they didn't. So I think it's like, hey, man, look, he's he's good to go here in this game. So people are going to look back at the comps because this is a, not the first time or the second time, but it's a three match, three match here in this one. But <laughs> you look at week 18, the giants sat all their starters. So that's not anything you can comp for this, for this one. And then you go back to week 14 when they played and you look at that week 14 game and Leonard Williams, Adoree Jackson and Xavier McKinney all didn't play for the giants defense. Those are their three best defensive players, mm-hmm. right? Like, I mean like that it's, of course, Kevin Thibodeau's come along and all that, but like you know, as far as like guys that are proven, it, it, that's three best players, right? And those three guys didn't play in that game, and so they're all healthy again. They're all back this week for this Giants team. So I don't really know if we have a true comp mm-hmm. to to look back on, right? I mean, again, like Week 18 was all was all backups for the Giants, and then you didn't have your three defensive starters. Yeah, and it, you get you get lit up because you don't have your full yeah. complement of players. And this time, just to go back to yeah. um, the Eagles side of the health portion as well like Lane Johnson it looks like he Mm -hmm. should be expected to go and I thought that was really important for them so this is the first time we're actually going to get best on best it appears with both of these yeah I agree like I'm I think that we can look at this and try to pull something from both of those games but I think really you are kind of drawing thin when you're pulling from those games I don't think there's a lot that we can take from those and so we have to kind of look at more just macro stats of these teams and, and their tendencies and things like that heading in to this game, and, and and you and I talked last week about what was going to be the effectiveness of Daniel Jones running the ball because we felt like that might be a good path to success mm-hmm. for this Giants team. Well, we come into this week, he does have a ton of success running the ball last week, and we come in, and we'll talk props a little bit later. His running, his rushing props sat at like 45 yards right now, so I mean, there there's at least a thought that he's going to run the ball fairly often in this one. Eagles defense, over the course of the season, look, they play a decent amount of man, they allowed six and a half yards per quarterback rush over mm-hmm. the course of the season. That was 31st in, in the NFL. And when quarterbacks had to scramble, because, again, you know, play a lot of man, things like that, they were 30th in the NFL when quarterbacks had to scramble, av- averaging an, over 9.2 yards per carry for quarterbacks when they scramble as well. Like, I think that if the Giants kind of keep with that balanced type deal that they had against the Vikings and all of that, I think they can keep this close. Now, full disclosure, I'm on the teaser leg. You're on the teaser leg. Like I have the teaser leg down to a point and a half. But if I had to say, if someone said you have to play either the seven, like the seven and a half, one way or the other, I think I would take the seven and a half. On the other side of a touchdown, I think I would take the seven and a half with the Giants because I think mixed with that game plan from last week and kind of how, kind of how I mean, really truly, how much I just love this this coaching staff. I really do. I just love this coaching <laughs> staff. I think that they keep this thing pretty close. I think they find a way to do that. And and with that, I mean, that's kind of I know that's. Someone doesn't think like, bro, you're great handicap, bro. You've got a teaser leg at minus one and a half. But you say if you're going to take the points, you take the other side. But I think if if you don't want to play a teaser, I'm telling you that I would be on taking the points at plus seven. And, a half. and to your point too about Daniel Jones um, rushing and the yards per scramble that the Eagles have allowed. They've also allowed the seventh most scrambles by quarterbacks in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So it's happening at a higher rate as well. And Daniel Jones is somebody who in this past game, 17 rush attempts, but seven of them were designed runs. And so they're Mm -hmm. like, it's all of these different things that are coming together. So that is, I know we're going to talk props, like you said, but that is one that I love is him going over. Uh, I saw, I got 44, but yeah, Mm -hmm. now 45, 45 and a half out there. But I, I think that he should go over that number. And I mean, he in four of his last six games has popped at least run, one run for 15 yards or more. Like, he's having those those longer distance, like, explosive type runs mm-hmm. than we've seen. And so, I love that. If you take a look at this total, sitting 48, 48 and a half, I, again, so if we're trying to kind of break this down from an implied team total standpoint, right, like, this is about 28 points for the Eagles, about 20-ish points for the Giants. It would actually be like, 20.25 and 27.75. Um, so basically, if you look at this, you start to ask yourself, do you believe that the Giants are going to have enough success to score more than like 20 points? And if you think they are going to score more than 20 points, then again, that should also lean you towards wanting to play them 
in this game because the implied total here says, ah, they're going to be right at under three touchdowns, right? They're going to be right at the 20-point mark. If you think they can get in, this, in, in the end zone a few more times, uh, a couple more times than maybe this saying, they could play into that 24 or 27-ish range, then by, you're definitely taking the, uh, the plus 7.5. And, and I also think that the correlation to taking that also might lean you to the over as well because if this is a, if this is a slog, like a full-on slog, I I think a I do think a twenty to ten game is certainly within the realm of possibility in favor of the Eagles, right? Like I think this needs to kind of go back and forth a little bit for the Giants here. I don't think you want to get into just a power on power battle with this Eagles team that has Jalen Hurts, that mm-hmm. has a good run game, that has these playmakers at the wide receiver position and all that. Like I think you want to play a more up up tempo, higher scoring game for the Giants. Increase the variance, right? I mean, you're seven and a half, eight point dogs. Play it fast. Play it play it loose and, and try to increase the variance a little bit. Talk me through the way you view both Kansas City and Philadelphia coming out of the bye. Like, mm-hmm. do you view it as a positive or is there a little bit of a negative? Because obviously we saw one seeds getting upset last year. For both of these teams in their particular situations, I think that this is a, a really, really good thing for them. Because okay. on the Kansas City side, mainly because veteran quarterback, veteran coach, you've got like the, your main – your main receiver's a tight end that's been with you for several years. Like, there's not a lot there that they need to really worry about from a rust standpoint or anything like that. And then from the Eagles standpoint, I think it's a really good thing because you needed that rest, I mm-hmm. think, for Jalen Hurts. Because I do believe this is going to be full-on out Jalen Hurts. This is this is win or go home, right? This is not like the scenario in Week 18. I saw, you know, yes, you saw the same thing I did. There were some business decisions made by Jalen Hurts, but – I would like to think that the coaching staff told him to make those business decisions. Hey, listen, don't take unnecessary hits. Don't run the ball when you don't have to because we're in the playoffs no matter what. We're just – we would obviously love to have the number one seed, mm-hmm. but we have no chance if you're not the quarterback, right? And so I truly believe that there was some, hey, play this a little bit closer to the vest. Now two weeks to prepare for this game, two more weeks of rest for him in this one, and and I think we see a full-on Jalen Hurts performance here. And from a health standpoint, I think it's beneficial for him specifically not only to have the bye and have that extra week of rest, but it's now a month out from when that injury was initially mm-hmm. sustained. And, like, from, again, not a doctor. Yeah. We've talked about this a lot. Yes. But I know from, we look like doctors. <laughs> yes, I know we look yeah, like doctors. Yeah, especially with the glasses. Yes, very look, dapper. Yes. But the thing that I've seen, at least from a number of you know, things that I've read about this type of an injury, is, like, that feels like a very good, like, you should be at a good health standpoint a month out yeah from and despite like the spread so. being seven and a half eight i'm very much looking forward to this game i I, yeah. I love this coaching matchup i love the chess match that i think we might see divisional matchups mm. it always adds a little bit of intrigue there mike pritchard vison host of pro football blitz is going to join us coming up next to talk through this weekend's action this is vison's final countdown with stormy bonatoni and matt brown on vison if you're looking for a betting edge, VSIN has you covered. Become a VSIN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSIN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made from VSIN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits to let you see where the money and bets are moving for each game. We've got deep dive betting reports, VSIN betting guides for the biggest games all season, where our experts break down brackets, best bets, all the big game props. Don't miss out. Again, this is a limited time offer. VSIN.com slash subscribe, $9.99 to become part of the Sports Betting Network. Bet you thought I was going to tell you what it was in uh, Canadian, but guess what? Our friends up north, not today. I'm going to go south of the border. It's 188 Mexican peso if anybody wants mm. to go in and uh, get this done. Our friends down south, they bet too. So there it is, 188.54 actually. And every day Mexican getting more peso. expensive. Yes, seriously. Every single day that you don't take advantage of the offer, it just costs you more per day. So just go ahead and do it now. In Canada, guess what? got to wait till Monday. Yeah. You want to know how much it costs? But we always say yeah. work smarter, not harder. You mm-hmm. know, that's the way it is. Uh, excited to continue our NFL divisional round conversation as we welcome in former NFL wide receiver, VEASAN, host of the Pro Football Blitz, the one and only Mike Pritchard, at M.I. Pritchard on Twitter. Welcome in, buddy. Appreciate you taking the time to still do this with us. Uh, I know you're feeling a little bit under the weather, but you look radiant, my friend. Oh, so thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know what? I miss the IVs in NFL training room. I can tell you that much because 
I would be over this already, but I'm glad, happy to be with you and, and Matt, Stormy. Trust me, I've I've been dealing with some sort of a cold for the last month that I think that this mm. is just my permanent voice now. As someone okay. who has as someone who has, has actually done it before, guys, there is uh. these uh, there are these little mobile IV services that will come to your home. <laughs> And they I will, heard about and Yeah, and they'll they'll tap you up real quick, and next uh, forty five <laughs> minutes later, you're ready to rock and roll. Wow, good. Yeah, stuff. I like that. Yeah, tap you're just you up, hammering huh? fireball okay. and all that gold schlager again. Like no no problem. That'll help me yeah, get through. This. That'll yeah. help me get through this weekend's games. I'll put that on tap. <laughs> uh, one game we haven't talked about yet, Pritch, that I am interested your opinion on is this Bills Bengals matchup because we have seen that number continue to go up a little bit. Uh, the Bills from five point favorite now five and a half. We've seen a lot of sixes out there as well at home hosting the Bengals. Of course, a rematch of that Monday night football game from week 17 that did not get to be finished with the DeMar Hamlin situation. That game was canceled. So I feel like there are still a lot of emotions when it comes to this game on both sides and the Bengals feeling slighted that they don't have the opportunity to host this game. And the bills obviously with their, their fallen teammate who's been around the, the facility all week long and great to see him in good health. But what's, what's your view on which emotions might help a team better than the other in this spot? You know, it's a great question because uh, this game is played with emotion, uh, but you got to control it, uh, right? You got to settle in. Uh, the the build up, the hype uh, is everything you need. You want that energy, you want that emotion to help you uh, get through that or gather that level uh, of emotion for this matchup. But once the game kicks off, you need to settle in, you need to focus, you need to concentrate. Uh, you cannot be distracted. So uh, I think the lead into this, the emotion is on both sides at a high level, fever pitch. I think Buffalo. Uh, has a more focused emotion, if you will, because of DeMar. Um, the anger that the Bengals have, I mean, hell, they were in the, they were in the Super Bowl last year. Uh, maybe they feel disrespected, and maybe they can use that as well for the buildup. But uh, the emotion, the energy in the stadium, I, I think that's where I would focus uh, as a better. Uh, I think it's going to be outstanding. It always is. Um, this is a really good football team, uh, and but also that's a community that feels like they need uh, to be there for their team. They it's more of a family or a college atmosphere, Stormy, uh, and that's what Cincinnati is going to face more so than the fellows across the field from them. Pritch, I have this opinion, and you are the perfect guy to ask about this. That listen, home field advantage doesn't mean near as much these days as it did probably even when you were playing. I mean, we're talking. You know, these guys are charter flights or private flights, depending on how rich the owner is. It is like right. they're traveling with the chefs and the, mas and the masseuses and the everything and all the stuff like that. It's not like long bus trips anymore or commercial flights or any of the stuff like that. And so I'm not that old, Matt. I mean, <laughs> we didn't travel by train, man. We flew charter too. Yeah, it, listen, it's not horse-drawn horse carriage, you know, <laughs> anything like that, like, you know, whatever you were playing. No, uh, so I'm just wondering, like, how do you view home field advantage these days? Because, again, like, I, I – Guys are pretty pampered. There's a lot of perks. It's not right. near as bad as it used to be. They've done this whole travel optimization stuff now to where they know exactly when they should leave and whatever and all that. Like, do you do you truly value that in your handicapping these days? Well, not as much because mm -hmm. you're right. I think, the, the, like, so, for instance, the practice facilities, I mean, you can mimic crowd noise now. Uh, because a lot of teams have indoor practice facilities before you were practicing outside or in this bubble thing uh, that they actually had to blow up for you to go inside and you barely could fit in there as a football team. Right. Uh, but now everybody's got full blown practice facilities with indoor uh, capabilities. So therefore, you know, if you're worried about crowd noise from a home field advantage standpoint, uh, then you can you can practice that you can you can rehearse that uh, where the crowd noise or where the um, I guess the home field advantage still stands true or stays true, Matt, is is the energy like what what kind of energy can a stadium produce? Arrowhead is difficult. Buffalo, you know, that stadium up there is difficult. Philly, uh, you know, that's difficult too. Uh, San Francisco, not so much. Um, but, you know, I, I think at this time of year, these teams are all good enough to overcome the home field advantages, if you will. So if you can match the energy level at the beginning of the game of your opponent, if you're the team on the road, uh, then you have an excellent chance in, in a matchup. So the Dallas Cowboys this week, I mean, they're coming off just a masterful offensive performance against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Dak was stellar, maybe one of the best games that we've seen him play in his career. They're getting four points in San Francisco this week, a short week, having to travel cross country and now going up against a very different defense in San Francisco that's one of the best, if not the best in the league. Is four points uh, enough to take with them or do you lean the home favorite in this spot? 
You know, I, I lean the home favorite. I haven't made the bet on San Francisco. You know, people were talking about maybe a three. I think it dipped to a three quickly, and then it was gone. Uh, so I don't know if we'll get there or not. But I've been focusing in on the total. Uh, and here's why, because of what you said, Stormy. I mean, you think about San Francisco and that defense on historic uh, path right now. Uh, you know, five shutouts uh, in the second half in the regular season in terms of uh, points allowed in the second half. Uh, but then also 10, now 11 possessions or 11 situations in the second half in which nobody could score but one score, uh, whether it was a touchdown or a field goal. But right behind that are the Dallas Cowboys. Like they've allowed 10 uh, opponents this year to score one score in the second half. Uh, so I know the total has been going up, but I've been looking at this situation in terms of, okay, if both teams can accomplish their goal, like Dallas needs to slow down or stop their rushing attack, make Brock Purdy throw the football. Dallas, they have to avoid being one-dimensional. So you have the 49ers looking to stop their rushing attack as well. Uh, and so if each team can stop the rushing attack and now you're airing it out, I don't know if they're prolific enough passing the ball uh, against these type of defenses to kind of run up that score. Because I don't see a shootout that way uh, when you have these type of defenses out there. So uh, to be honest with you, I've been looking at the total more side, more so than the side in this game. Rich, we have two, the, the two Saturday games, obviously we've got more than touchdown favorites in those things. What do you think it takes for the Giants to pull the outright upset or the Jags to pull the outright upset? Or do you think it's not in the cards no matter what happens on Saturday? <laughs> Yeah, it's going to be tough for the Jags because Kansas City, they just possess the football and they average uh, almost 30 points a game, if not 30 points a game, right? So uh, they're right there, uh, very efficient with their uh, possessions. Jacksonville cannot make mistakes, and I don't I don't know. They're a young team. I, I, I'm anticipating them making some mistakes in that game. The other game, though, the third time around, the emergence of Daniel Jones, I, I give them a, a, a legitimate chance of upsetting the Eagles in this one. I like the points. Uh, I bet the points. I took the points already uh, with the Giants. The more that I look at it, uh, Jalen Hurts has had one game in which he played okay in the last month. That last game out against Chicago when he got hurt, he wasn't playing that well. And then, okay, he backed it up a little bit against the backups uh, against the Giants. But outside of that, he's he's been off uh, for almost a month now. Uh, Dable, you know, you think about how far he goes back with Jalen. I mean, he coached him in college. And so I think the familiarity is going to help the Giants uh, and then the execution on offense and the evolution of the Giants football team as a whole. Uh, I think they're going to be highly competitive in this game. Just about a minute left here, Pritch, but I got to ask the CU legend about the news <laughs> that comes through with the buffs that Deion Sanders, Coach Prime, has flipped five-star corner Cormani yeah. McLean. How excited were you for the alma mater? Very excited. I mean, this guy, if anybody doesn't know what, what he's capable of, they do now, right? I mean, Colorado was so irrelevant. I mean, so far gone in terms of uh, people's thought process in college football. Uh, but now all of a sudden it's, it's at the forefront. The program's at the forefront. Everybody's talking about college football and then Colorado football. And um, I don't know what the product's going to be yet. I cannot wait for spring ball, uh, Stormy and Matt. But uh, I tell you what, we love the momentum. Uh, we love uh, the fact that people are taking a second, a third, and a fourth look at the program. Boulder is spectacular. Once you get on campus, you're going to fall in love with, with the school uh, and the community. So, yeah, good things ahead. Uh, better days ahead for CU football right now. Can't wait to see how this first season goes for them. Thanks so much, Pritch. Appreciate the time. Appreciate you. Have a great weekend. Cormani McLean, by the way, he's ESPN's number four overall prospect. He will be the highest ranked prospect that CU has got since they started keeping track of it in 2006. So a pretty big deal to flip him from the U. Chris just going city to city when he was playing in horse-drawn carriage, like had to I sit, no text messages, <laughs> just like sending carrier pigeons and stuff like that and everything. <laughs> like that's what, obviously what was going on. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Hey. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard, and then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. VSIN's final countdown with Stormy Bonatoni and Matt Brown on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back inside VSIN final countdown live from the South Point in Las Vegas. I'm Stormy Bonatoni alongside Matt Brown. This segment of the show presented by Zinn Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Well, most nicotine products can be complicated to use. Don't give you the satisfaction you're looking for. Zinn might surprise you. Zinn's made with six simple ingredients. It's also completely tobacco-leaf free, plus it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. You can buy Zinn online or find a store near you at Zinn.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical, and this freaking show should have a warning for me. I needed a warning label about who my co-host is here Whoa. because you just are constantly messing with me. Listen, this is slander, blasphemy, all of these things. While I'm trying to focus and do my job for the things now. eloquently, mm-hmm. Matt Brown is just over here like making faces at me, grabbing my microphone, moving it around. I don't even think that anyone believes you. I don't think they do. This I don't think anyone believes you at all. Nope. We need to have a GoPro in here so that I can just post random clips of what my commercial breaks are like because this is... Ugh, unacceptable. Do unacceptable. You, do you want to watch some guys punch <laughs> each other in the face this weekend? I would love to. Yeah. UFC 283 coming at you from Rio Might de Janeiro. Might even kick someone Brazil. in the face, too. Like, there's that Yeah, as well. that's, there's yeah. that. So, got, got any uh, – okay, just first off, what's the lowdown? And then do you have a fight that you are – most interested in from a betting perspective. Yeah, so look, we've got a couple of we've got a couple of title fights in this one, the co-main and the main. So we'll have Davidson Figueredo going up against Brandon Moreno for the flyweight title. And then we also have Glover Teixeira and Jamal Hill going at it for the light heavyweight title. So both of those will be five-round fights. We also have a pretty good bout there in Gilbert Burns and Neil Magny that I know a lot of people are wanting to bet the dog at plus kind of 380-ish out there in Neil Magny. I think that's about the highest you can find in the market right now. But, man, I am. Uh, I think this is kind of one-way traffic for Gilbert Burns. I would not be betting Neil Magny. I, I, I understand it's tempting. You've seen Neil Magny perform at a high level in certain fights, but he's also been, he's also been trucked in a couple of fights as well. Certainly finished early on. And I think Gilbert Burns is the play in that one by finish. So I wouldn't, I I would not play Neil Magny at plus three. I know a lot of people want to do that, but let's go to the, the main fights. People are going to be paying attention to Figueredo and Moreno. This is not, this is not one, not two, not three, fourth time Mm. that they, that they have, have fought Moreno, a slight favorite, in this one around the industry right now, about a 125-ish, but you can find something even a little bit better if you do some shopping around. And then Figueredo coming in a little bit over 
a little bit over even money on the plus side. And I actually really do like Figueredo in this one. I mean, this is a deal where I thought there was a, you know, I think that he, even though he got dominated one of the fights that they had, he really, really did dominate the other one. And there was a draw in there that I thought he won the fight anyway. And so I think he would be two to one, in my opinion, as it is. And then this is one of those things you mentioned it being in Rio, right? And and we are going into this thing where Glover is is Brazilian going up against a non-Brazilian. We have Figueredo who's Brazilian going up against a non-Brazilian. Gilbert Burns, Brazilian going up against a non-Brazilian. There is as partisan, as crazy of a crowd in these events as I've, I've ever seen. So I've been fortunate enough. I've gone down to a few of these events down in Brazil. I was in the first event ever that they did in Rio. So, I mean, like, they went absolutely bonkers. And I mean, like, stuff just flying all over the place. Where, like, at one point, we're, like, ducking down under a table and stuff. And I'm, I'm being dead serious. Like, so much stuff. Like, the crowd was going so crazy. We're, like, ducking down under tables and stuff so that we didn't get hit with everything because they were celebrating so so hard. I mean, they get into this and they get after it. Like, it is it is no joke, right? And so you take a look as well. It's going to be pretty late over there, so everyone's going to have time to tie on a whole bunch of, you know, a whole bunch of drinks throughout the course of the day, and it's going to be loud, and it's going to be crazy. And the thing is, is we talked about this on the program before, even though we don't talk a ton of UFC, but there is definitely – we're all we're just we're human these judges are human beings right mm-hmm. and like if any of these fights go to the judges scorecards you just get such a bias from the crowd where it's it, it can mess with your brain it can mess with a judge's well, brain and like, you've seen some instances yeah. of that already just this year watch at home watch, yeah. like, watch at home if you if you turn on this card Every time Figueredo lands lands a punch, hear what the crowd and every time Moreno lands a punch, you're, it's going to be crickets, right? And like even if he if he tags, it won't matter. You won't get the ooze, you won't get the ahs, none of that stuff. Like they, it is going to be one way traffic from a from a uh, fan standpoint where you don't get that typically here, right? Like there, it is going to be one one guy's getting cheered and other guys getting absolutely nothing, mm-hmm. right? I don't expect that fight, um, the the Glover to share Jamal Hill to necessarily go to a, go to the judges scorecards, but I think for sure that this Figueredo Moreno fight could go to the judges scorecards, which is why again I still lean more towards Figueredo, especially at the plus money. Mm-hmm. I think he's the better fighter. I think that he brings more ways to win the fight, but also again I think that there's a distinct advantage if it does go to the judges scorecards. And then in the main event, Glover, kind of the same deal here, just with I think his path to victory though is more is more like via decision. So I would almost just bet Glover via decision as opposed to Glover at the plus 120. But if you want to go ahead and just bet Glover at plus 120, I, I think that's perfectly fine. Like Hill's younger, faster, stronger, all the different things like that. But he is susceptible to takedowns. He's been mm-hmm. taken down multiple times in his career. And I think Glover is going to have a very, very solid game plan going in and just try to make this ugly, disgusting fight in which he it's going to be probably boring unless Jamal Hill can keep it to the – on the feet, and, you know, it turns into a slugfest. But I think Glover's going to have a pretty good idea of how to win the fight, which would be wrap him up, get him down, lay on top of him, try to win three of the five rounds via that that, that way, and, and get out of there with a the decision. So uh, that's kind of how I'm looking at this card, and that's how I'm going to have those bets in the account. So with Giants-Eagles, how we call that a three-match with Figueredo Moreno what do we call the I was going to say, what would you call it? What do I we know. call the fourth? I'm going to have to I'm There's gonna nothing stew on that snazzy. One. There's nothing catchy Not like that, a fourth right? times the charm yeah, situation. Yeah, none of these are I don't all, know. Yeah. I'm going to think it over. Um, mm-hmm. Let's get an update here in the American Express and the PGA. PGA West, this tournament coming out of La Quinta, California. Davis Thompson, your leader with a two-round to under 16. I mean, under 18 now, excuse me. Yes. So, uh, yes. He's this uh, is, this having is a very good start. Yes, this is like full-on insanity. I mean, this guy has he, – he shot eight under today. And he's still playing, so he could go lower. He, he's at eight under right now. He has two bogeys. <laughs> he has two bogeys on the card, and he's at eight under because he has three eagles on, like, on the day. Like, it is insane what's going on here. I mean, he, he has a five-stroke lead over the next closest guys, which is JT Poston and John Rahm. By the way, I did add JT Poston last night as a as a as an outright. So I would like JT Poston to uh, to rally here over the next two two rounds to get this thing a little bit closer as we head into the to the weekend. But some of the big names we talked about are definitely lurking and looming, and nothing is for certain in a you know in a in a tournament like this. So 
like I mentioned, John Rahm is T2 right now. Xander Schauffele is T4. We've got Tom Kim, who had a nice round today and still has a nice round going at eight under. He rockets up the leaderboard. Sung J.M. is T4. Jason Day is T4. Your boy, Patrick Cantlay. Tied for 44th no more, ladies and gentlemen. My guy creeping up the leaderboard here, tied for 8th at 10 under on the tournament, 6 under today. Look at that. A really, really great round for him. Even Justin Rose has crept up the leaderboard and stuff. So, again, there there are two rounds left. And not only are there two rounds left, there are two rounds left in which these guys are going to be playing different courses. So you never know what tomorrow is going to look like. And then again, mm-hmm. coming back to play the hardest of the three courses, not that it's a hard course, but the hardest of the three courses there on Sunday. So this is still, even with that five-stroke lead for Davis Tom, this is still anybody's tournament. Because obviously he went eight under. If he can go eight under, any of these other guys can go eight under as well. And if he happens to struggle along and only go two under, three under, something like that, then of course we're going to have a a showdown there on Sunday. But what a what a what an interesting development though that this dude is eight under with two bogeys on his card. Yeah, it's insane. It's ridiculous. It's insane. <laughs> Stupid. Fun tournament though. Yes. Um, and I I like this this part of the season where you start getting the multiple courses and the course rotation. I think that's kind of fun. Uh, last night in the NBA, the Suns beat the Nets, and uh, in a rematch of last year's NBA t- Finals tilt, Celts beat the Warriors in overtime. So a couple of fun, interesting results in games last night. Why do you hate me? Oh. Why do you bring up these? Why do you bring up these things? Because you bet on the B R O O K L Y N. No, it was just the under. It was just the under <laughs> two twenty one and a half. But the Brooklyn Nets didn't win the game. But they were what? But they are who did me in. Because they come out with a 38-point fourth quarter after kind of stumbling through the first three quarters in this game. Blake and Ben just Simmons. The, yeah, I mean, just blow this thing. But it's, Kyrie played a fourth quarter of, for the age. If they got all four quarters out of Kyrie, they probably would have won the game outright. But mm-hmm. they just get a massive fourth quarter out of him. And, then of course, it blows my under in that game. But really, though, what this does, what this is, is like the, the handicap, though, in this game still rings true. This Nets offense without – Kevin Durant out there is yeah. horrible. I mean, like, it is horrible. It is it is either dead last or second or third to last since he's been out in almost every single category, and it continues even after this game. Which is super disappointing because they've dealt with him having injuries in the past, and I thought they'd be a lot more, like, better equipped to mm-hmm. handle that this year, especially having Kyrie around full-time and Ben Simmons. And I, I would call him full-time, except he, you know, ejected in the third quarter. That's fine. Um <laughs> We're going to step aside. Hour two of VSIN final countdown coming up in a few minutes. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. We are the voice of NASCAR. The green flag is in the air and we are underway. The great American race. The Motor Racing Network. NASCAR Cup, Xfinity, and Craftsman Truck Series Racing. Live on your hometown radio station and MRN or NASCAR.com. Martinsville, Talladega, the Chicago Street Course. We have the side-by-side action and last lap passes for the win. Photo finishes. Ryan Blaney will win. The voice of NASCAR, the Motor Racing Network work.